0: guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School a Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to change the way the world is. Guys, my name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, and now productivity coach. Um, and I help people like you guys to learn how to use nutrition as a tool of self-development and self-improvement. Because what we put on our plate, that's what we build on of every single cell in our body. Every single chemical process in our body depends on the foods that we put on our plate. And chemical processes in our body, it's everything from our heart rate and respiration and blood sugar and the amount of energy we have, to things like thoughts and emotions. It's nothing more than a bunch of chemical reactions and hormones released. Uh, So all of that depends on food. That's why food is super important and it can change literally everything. Yesterday, I was talking to Dory, a new friend uh, of mine in, or friend to become in our community in Playa del Carmen. And she's one of the people organizing a digital nomad event happening in January here. And um, I'm going to be speaking at that event. And she asked me angela uh, i understand all about you know the um the routines the neurochemicals uh, foods that are important to uh be more productive um or you know foods to not have to don't to not cancel uh, our productivity but uh what is the uh, most important takeaway or value or tool that most people um, would take away from your talk. Um, because a lot of people know approximately this like their routines, when they're most productive, would do, what not to do, what new, like most important thing that you can give to them. And I thought about it for a while. And even this morning... Uh, I thought about it more. And what I said was, it's getting into your best state and delivering your best work on demand. I often hear from creative people and a lot of entrepreneurs who have the freedom to work when they want to work and deliver you know, when they want to deliver, more often than not. I often hear from people like, well, today I just don't feel like it. But guys, sometimes, and especially if you get more successful, you get more recognition, you get more opportunities that happens more often, sometimes you don't have a choice when you deliver your work. It's got to be delivered on a certain day at a certain time. I'm a morning person, right? But sometimes I'm invited to give talks or I have a call later at night and it's important and I can't change the time according to my schedule but I got to deliver. If I want to get further opportunities, I got to be my best at my worst time. Like if I have to deliver a talk at 9 p.m., this is like the worst time. I'm usually brain dead at that time. But I need to deliver and I need to be my best. I don't want to be delivering something mediocre and people never want to hear from me again, right? So it's not when you feel like it. No, you got to learn how to make yourself feel like it when you need it. And that's the most powerful takeaway. And I said it yesterday and I thought about it more, uh, you know, before falling asleep and this morning, like this is the most important takeaway. If you want to consistently deliver your best work, you want to speak, you want to deliver your best presentation, you have this negotiation or you have to present to a client, you have an important call. Um, you got to be able to deliver when you need to deliver. And there are tools that you can use that will put you into a state like that. A few minutes, and you're done. Go to the restroom and put yourself into state. Right? That obviously not gonna be about foods when you. Need to be like that, you know, in a couple of minutes. But there is breathing, there is a certain way how you use your eye gaze, there is a certain way how you use movement and how you can use self talk. There are certain tools that will help you to put yourself in the state and feeling like it when you need it, not when the luck strikes. Because, guys, it's unreliable. You can't rely on luck or feeling like it to deliver work consistently. You're never gonna grow consistently to where you wanna go if you rely on luck or waiting for that inspiration to come to you. And that's going to be the most important takeaway. Uh, I'm going to tell you more about the event once everything is finalized, uh, the dates and my talk and everything. But yeah, that's the most important thing about nutrition and lifestyle and what I'm super passionate about, what I'm teaching and delivering to uh, people at any chance um, I get that You can be your best and deliver your best work on demand. And that's how you can grow a lot faster and more than others. And it's the only reliable way to do so. And now back to our theme of the week, the neurochemicals or brain chemicals of flow. What you can eat for breakfast to dramatically increase your chances of getting into the flow, into the zone when you need to deliver work. You know, this Sunday, this past Sunday, because I didn't have internet in my place and because of many other reasons, that was the only day, you know, Sunday morning when I could write my blog. Um... I had to deliver. So I had to put myself in the zone, in the flow, right in that co-working, completely unusual space. I'm not there. It's not my ideal environment. But I had to. And I had a podcast before. And I had to be in my best state for that mentally sharp and uh, motivated and driven and passionate about what I was talking about. And so I had to put myself, like I had to know how to put myself in the flow, in the zone. And I know how to do that. Uh, in my own case. And here I'm delivering to you a few food pieces and solutions that will help you to get into the zone consistently on demand when you need it. More likely than not, right? Because there are no guarantees in biologists, but if you do what I um, teach you, what I share with you, uh, then there are m- many more chances. There is much bigger percentage that you get there sooner, stay there for longer, and deliver much better quality work when you need it, not when you feel like it, if you ever feel like it. Um, today, we are talking about the ingredient of flow number three. It's a neurochemical, and you can get it from some foods, not from others. Today, especially, it's a uh one of a kind neurochemical or brain chemical it's the name the nickname of this neurochemical is bliss molecule it's responsible and it show up shows up when we are happy it's very important for happiness for well-being for mental health um the Non- non-ability or inability to pre- the body to produce that chemical in the brain is related to anxiety, fear, lack of confidence, depression even, and things like Parkinson or migraines, a lot of things that are not good, we want to avoid, right? So we want our brain to produce optimal amount of this neurochemical. The name of this neurochemical is also fancy, anandamide. I had to look it up how you pronounce it, actually, because I see it in the literature, but now I have to pronounce it more often, so I had to look it up, so I'm... Um, uh, write about the pronunciation, and you can actually also look it up. Anandamide. Uh, it comes, you know, from ananda, some Indian Sanskrit ancient word that um, is translated pleasure, joy, delight. Um, anandamide. It's a neurochemical, again, produced in the brain, but you can also get it from a few foods, and some foods contain the ingredients that are needed to make anandamide. Uh, anandamide what is also cool about it? It's uh, the receptors for that neurochemical is all over our body, and it seems to be involved in memory consolidation, meaning making short term memories into long term memories, uh, in sleep, in appetite, obviously mood and and mental health, um, and. Why it's important for flow? Guys, we already talked about that, that flow is this interesting state. It's a combination of being totally immersed, engaged in the activity, uh, blissfully, Doing what we want to do, what we feel purpose for, intention for, what we like doing. So we're in this uh, state of blissful uh, pleasure, totally engaged and immersed, not noticing the flow of time. But at the same time, we're challenged. We are under the gun. We are on the edge. And so flow is this interesting cocktail of neurochemicals or so brain chemicals. Uh, some of them are stress chemicals. Some of them are pleasure chemicals. And that's why you get this state that is kind of blissful but also kind of stressful. Um, and so anandamide is the first neurochemical. Uh, you know on Monday and Tuesday we talked about drive, motivation chemicals and stress chemicals. And today the first molecule, this first time we are talking about bliss, bliss molecule. Blissful molecule, and that is anandamide. That is what in charge of uh, of that feeling of pleasure and satisfaction and bliss. There are only a couple of foods that are rich in anandamide specifically, and you'll be happy to hear that that the richest food. Uh, is chocolate. But of course, I'm not talking about milk chocolate on some candy bar that has, that barely has any cacao. No, the darker, the better. And that's why I prefer eating 100% chocolate because it actually delivers the most pleasure. Raw, even better because the less processed the chocolate is, uh, the more anandamide you're gonna get. Another reason why probably Maya and Aztecs uh, call this, you know, food chocolate, food of the god, you know, it gave them this feeling of bliss, connection to something higher. Um, the Scientists also think that that's why chocolate is addicted because of that anandamide molecule. And chocolate has more than 1500 uh, compounds that we know of, and probably many more that we don't know of, that actually also help the brain to uh, use that anandamide for a longer without it to be breaking down, because a lot of things in the brain, they they come and go fast. So, other compounds in chocolate help this anandamide to last longer. And sometimes, some science, uh, scientists think that it even helps the brain to produce more from other ingredients that we're going to talk about that need to be present in the body. So, anandamide, chocolate. The second food that uh, has considerable amounts of anandamide um, is black truffles, and they are about the most expensive food item out there. And they, they're grown in Italy, in Spain, and I think Greece. Very rare, very expensive. You're probably not going to be eating a lot of black truffles anytime soon, unless you work on some black truffles farm. But chocolate, that... Uh, dark, the darker, the better. I always recommend no less than 85% to get all the benefits, all the shown benefits by studies, you know, for mental and gut health. And obviously now you get more anandamide, more bliss, the darker the chocolate is. Plus, you know, another great thing about dark chocolate, the darker, the less... uh, chances there are you're going to overeat it. So I personally eat 30 grams, one ounce every single day. And maybe that's why I'm so creative and blissfully engaged in a lot of activities. And more often than not, it is so easy for me, guys, to hit the flow, the zone. It's almost like automatic. And maybe chocolate has something to do with that. Um, so the darker, the better. Uh, is the most abundant anandamide source that also helps it to last longer and probably produce more of it in the brain. Uh, the body also can make anandamide from one of the essential fatty acids. It's omega-6 fatty acids. Um, one that works the best is anarchidonic archidonic fatty acid. Uh, I'm not gonna bore you, you know, to remember these names, but it is found most abundantly in liver. So liver, that's why you eat liver. If you don't want to eat liver, find dried liver supplement. Uh, Then we have eggs, meat, fish, and seafood. So those are the richest sources of arachidonic acid, the precursor of anandamide. basically, it means that it is made out of it, so you need to eat this. Uh, also, omega-6s from plant-based sources like sunflower seeds or flaxseed can be converted into arachidonic acid but whenever something has to be converted in the body the process is much longer much less effective so the best way is to eat chocolate guys that's the bottom line so if you want to deliver your best work let's say in 30 minutes from now then i highly recommend you to get some super dark, dark chocolate and consume it 30 minutes before to give it some time to start acting in your body um hot chocolate can also work um, obviously try to reduce the sugars there or eliminate it completely and make it super rich with cacao powder. Again, raw cacao powder works better just because it's less processed. And when the thing is less processed, the nutrients in that food are preserved much better. I go for 100% chocolate. It's not raw, but it's still amazing. There is a lot of anandamide. Whenever I can get raw, I get it, but uh, more often than not, I just go for 100% best quality I can find. There is local company, for example, here in Playa del Carmen in Mexico, uh, cacao. Um, they use um, local ingredients and they produce amazing chocolates. So I get from them 270 gram 100% direct chocolate bar every 9 days. And that's how I get a fix of my bliss molecule. Uh, what else did I want to mention about anandamide? Yeah, it helps you to. It helps memory consolidation, as I mentioned. It helps and important for appetite, for sleep, also for pain relief. And um, I don't just mean physical pain, but also. If it's emotional pain or maybe you're struggling with some you know emotional issue going through something then that chocolate might help With that and that's it for today guys eat more chocolate how do I recommend it to include in your flow breakfast you know we talked about other ingredients on Monday and Tuesday for other molecules or newer chemicals of flow I recommend, again, incorporating dark chocolate uh, about 30 minutes before your flow work. Other things, you know, like protein-rich foods that are important for other molecules, um, you can kind of like eat them on a regular basis throughout your day, and they're still going to be circulating in your bloodstream. When it comes to things like caffeine and chocolate... They are broken down faster in our body. So 30 minutes before your flow session, I do recommend to probably have a small espresso with uh, 30 grams of super dark chocolate. The darker, the better. That's the recipe for today. Try it, guys. Try it an espresso and 30 grams of 100% chocolate. And let me know how it goes. I have a feeling that your work, your flow zone experience is going to be much richer. So try it, let me know. Guys, don't forget to share this episode with other people who, besides wanting to get into the flow more often, delivering their best work on demand, might also love chocolate. So tell them, you know, I have a good news for you. Chocolate can actually actually... help you to deliver your best work. So share this episode with the world. My clients always like hearing um, about chocolate and that it's good for them. So share this episode. Please stay tuned for the other two uh, neurochemicals or brain chemicals uh, that are important for flow on Thursday and Friday. And till next time, guys, of course, eat better daily overall, but also try this recipe 30 minutes before your work flow. An espresso and 30 grams of super dark chocolate.